What's happening, y'all? My name is Devin, aka Brevin the Dude. This is the Good Kraken Podcast, episode 66. I am joined here today with the screaming Polynesian, my motherfucking dude, Ernell Pearson. <laughs> What's happening, baby? Make room gang forever. What's up? Oh, well, yeah. For me, it's the McChicken, the it original is. chicken sandwich. <laughs> but you know who the McChicken is not for? It's this motherfucker right here. He looks like a cop. He looks like a cop. It's Garrick Eakin. He looks like a cop. I'm a cop, bro. Like... Rip Peter the Dolphin, y'all. What's up? God damn, that's facts, isn't it? I, I gotta get <laughs> Garrick a little more centered in here. Give me a quick second. Yeah, yeah. Give me a quick second. Boys, how you doing? How you doing, guys? How you doing? Doing good. Um, how about you? Would you believe me if I told you that the audio wasn't recording on my end? Because if, if it's just not one fucking thing, it's another, right? <laughs> I'm just trying you so guys. hard, guys. I love you. Okay, I just just love you guys. You know. <sighs> Anyways, so hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, because <laughs> because Garrick is saying that the audio isn't recording, and I gotta fix the fucking audio. Otherwise, you don't have. To wait, wait, no, 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 not not in the the live the live audio is fine. It's the audio I'm recording for the raw footage isn't there. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, stream is great. <laughs> okay. Anyway, all right. Stream's, all right, all stream's right, perfect. All right, all right. Keep it pushing. Just, I'm stupid. You, you did something important yesterday. Yes, I did. Ladies and Hit gentlemen. Hit that Nolan horn. Hit the Nolan oh, horn. You, got, you want the Nolan horn, baby? Let's fucking go. We got the Nolan horn. Here's the deal. I got an Xbox Series S yesterday. Okay. And I got it because after my fucking ninth attempt at getting a PlayStation 5, I got extremely frustrated. And uh, and while at work the other day, um, I was actually I'm a FedEx driver for uh, for you at home that don't know this. But uh, I uh, I was picking up from Walmart that I usually pick up from. And uh, and in doing so, I picked up five Xbox Series S's. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of Xbox Series S's for a place that isn't supposed to have a lot of <laughs> Xbox Series S's. And so on my way to kind of like just, you know, dingle my way over to the pharmacy for my other pickup, uh, I double checked into the uh uh in, in into the electronic section and saw two Xbox Series S right there before my eyes calling to daddy. You know what I'm saying? They're like, Daddy buy us, daddy buy us. And I said, Well, I only get to pick one of you, you know what I mean? Because mm. <laughs> because the the Lord the Lord's blessed us with only two hands i don't have four to hold these controllers you know what i'm saying so um <laughs> so i bought one <laughs> now i'm a proud owner of an xbox series us guys oh boy so how's it have you actually had the time to like really sit down and play it yet uh no uh i i what a I, fucking shame last night i got it set up and then i had to take care of some like audio issues i was having that i thought at first was maybe Maybe just maybe uh, my uh, uh, fucking Xbox might have had like a, a, a problem with it or something. Um, mm. The uh, I was getting audio popping and shit like that. But come to find out, it was actually my capture card uh, that is directly put into my computer and whatnot. That was just having some issues. And then today I've been working the past couple of hours since I've been home for work on this OBS bullshit. And we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. But I digress. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? You got a console. I'm excited for you to try it. Uh, definitely being able to take advantage of that Game Pass, too, is going to feel real nice for you. Mm. 
Like, mm. especially with all the new shit that's coming out. God damn. So, God damn. And I'll, I'll talk about that later. But um, because this is the Good Kraken Podcast, your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you want to hear live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. That's 3 p.m. Eastern for all y'all East Coasters. Anyways, West Coast, Best Coast. If you're riding this wave, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcast and video service across the seven seas. Arrgh. Dark. <laughs> there oh, it is. I, I was waiting you. for it. Yeah, that was I so enthusiastic, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> However, if that. you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that's totally fine. You can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv forward slash good show. If you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help us keep pushing content out for all of you listening or watching and or watching and or being at home or at the bus in your car. You know, there's lots of ways to travel nowadays. People have phones anyways. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast on a channel by searching good Kraken explanation point and leaving a review Garrick what we got some captain's orders here we do uh, I do I do have a captain's order that for you that's not on here uh could you please tell the people we're talking about today before you do the goddamn intro because <laughs> that's twice now that you've forgotten it <laughs> what are you talking about the it's uh, captain's orders we got some n7 i love you Devin. i love you dog what are, right. what are our captain's orders what do we got tonight so um we're so close to getting 100 subs on youtube guys we are, we are 20 like 25 away something like that please fucking yeah. sub to our channel good Ooh. god like we can get a url free. on youtube like Please, that'd be great. That's like the last thing we need this to like, kind of make say. things official. There's over 600 of you motherfuckers that follow us <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> 25 more of you, that's it. Jesus Anyways, I love you all. Jesus I'm going to be real with you guys. <laughs> you cannot have been any more aggressive about that. <laughs> I know. But you see, here's the thing, Arnell. Mm. If you listen... To yep. our podcast yep. or yep. watch our gameplay streams, mm -hmm. you know we are aggress uh, playfully aggressive all the time. <laughs> besides Garrick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> besides, besides that Garrick guy, no besides need. Garrick, you know this guy right here. He's a nice guy. I, mean, yeah, I know he's a he's cop, a nice but he's guy. a nice he's guy. A, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. You're right, Devin. You're right. <laughs> um, and uh, don't forget, we're doing a live reaction to the 2021 Video Game Awards. Mm. Bruh. Bruh. December 9th. Bruh. Tune in, guys. Tune in. We will be It's going to be fun. We'll do an entire reaction for it. It's going to be probably one of the most fun shows we've ever done. Honestly, I can see I'm it being so a lot of stoked. fun. Dude, oh my god. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of things that happen at those game awards. You get a lot of info. You get a lot of news. One would say you get a lot of little ways. Hey! Let's <laughs> 
Let's go. <laughs> it's fucking lit, baby. All right, guys. So Little Waves is our little segment where we talk about some uh, some news stories that we didn't feel we were going to give you an in-depth enough conversation or a deep enough conversation for us to really put it in the helm. So uh, we are instead, uh, not the helm. Yeah, the helm, the helm. Um, yeah, and the so helm. we instead put them here for us to kind of burn through really, really quickly for all y'all. So uh, firstly, we have a Back for Blood roadmap reveals new co-op mode, difficulty, and solo offline release timing. So they put out a roadmap here. I'm going to put this over here so it doesn't look like I'm looking off into the distance. Um, the updates will be starting in December, and they will work their way through uh, 2022. Uh, apparently, the solo offline thing is the one that most people are really hype about um, because they did not have a solo offline mode because they basically virtually required internet, and a lot of people were really fucking annoyed with that. So. <laughs> it's the future, baby. It's the future. It's the future. You know, now, for, for people who are mad about that, because it requires internet, move out of the Midwest and you'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> that is the worst advice I think you've ever given. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, move out of the move out of the just move out of the, move out of the Midwest move. and you'll be fine. Just move <laughs> or move somewhere where they have fiber optic wiring. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> now, have uh, did, did you get did you guys beat Back for Blood yet? No. Oh yeah, dude. I've definitely beat the campaign. Has. Okay. Okay. I I'm close yet. though. Yeah, I I think you and I are at the same spot. We're close. We're like Yo, halfway through the third act. Up. Yeah, we, we guys, should. We should do that. I hope you guys wrap yeah. it up. Yeah, we should. Yeah, we fucking. Yeah, should. I know. The final I know, boss I know, fight is sick. I know Drax has been wanting to play lately. It's just, you know, wrong times. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I actually was just notified that he's playing back for blood right now as we were talking about oh that God, of, course, <laughs> of course of course but yeah no we should finish that here soon i uh i want to play that game and uh yeah move out of the midwest <laughs> next up Dune. that's who we're shitting on this week the midwest <laughs> people in the middle you know what I'm here for it. Uh next up we have the Dune producer confirms a part two will start filming in July 2022. Uh, that is specifically July 18th, 2022, when uh, the movie so far is an official release date of October 20th, 2023. Uh, so we are, just like we kind of assumed, we are a little bit of a ways out. Um, that's a given. But, hey, we got an official recording yeah. date, so that's tight. <laughs> you here, guys here. think a little less than a year is going to be enough time to film? It's gonna get delayed. I, I don't think it's no, gonna get delayed. This is 2024. There's no way for this sure. Is, which I'm this okay is 2024. with. 2024. This is that's October. An, that's ambitious. July 2022 yeah. with an October 20th, 2023. Like mm. no fucking way, y'all. That that means they would have to finish filming within six months. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because think about all the post production they'll have to do. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. 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 They don't um, even have. They don't even have all the locations picked yet. Um, I mean, I think I think a lot of it's probably done like in studio rather than like on location. I know they felt that anything that was in the desert was like somewhere. I, I think it was like in the Middle East. They, they they filmed, if I remember looking at the credits correctly. Uh, yeah, it was the Jordan Desert. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, anything else I would imagine they just build sets for. You know what I mean? That's like, true. But they said they used a lot of practical effects, which means they built like 90 percent of the I don't know. It don't, I, with some of the the scaling on some of those sets, you'd think that would take like a minute to make. 
You'd, yeah. you'd assume, but I guess we'll see. We'll be seeing this in uh, in January 2024. That'll be a good time. <laughs> good yeah, time for real. <laughs> Just like you'll be seeing Horizon Forbidden West in the holiday fucked. of get 2022. Fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> Fortnite pulls a Travis Scott emote after Astroworld concert tragedy. Um, I have in my notes, so good for them. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck you, Travis Scott. Fuck Anyways. You. Fuck yep. you. Hate that. Just fuck that. De- like, fuck, fuck just that utter negligence, honestly. Fuck on that so entire, many fronts. entire staff of that show. And Live Nation. They've fuck already been Nation. a problem. Yeah. They've already been a problem before that. Anyways. Fuck, big fuck them, actually, because they're probably just yeah. over there just just dingling their genitals over the idea that Travis Scott's taking the fall for this alone. Like, yeah. Hmm, fuck so. you, Live Nation. Uh, Halo lurking. Thank you. Halo for the lurk. We appreciate you. Uh, next Thank up, we have you. MCU movies are getting an IMAX format on Disney Plus. So November 12th, uh, we have, uh, I think it was 13 movies here. 13 movies that uh, are going to be coming out. And I'm just opening up the file here so I can get the list of them. Okay, so we have... Uh, uh, alongside Shang-Chi is going to be Iron Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Avengers Endgame, and Black Widow. I have a question. What's up? So how how does this uh, IMAX scaling aspect ratio work? Like, like, do do you... more on the top and bottom and a little bit more on the sides. Um, yeah, they're deeper shots is mm-hmm. like the okay. way I would So that'll work on, on a regular TV. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So use... it's okay. Go ahead. They Gary. just changed the rate they just changed the aspect ratio that like they it's kind of like they re-ran it through like so they they re you know just redid it in the new IMAX resolution and they're just re-releasing it in that format on Disney Plus. So basically all the, all that you're going to see and it's like you're going to see like deeper and more dynamic and wider, more fuller yeah. shots. There's just going to be okay. more shit on the edges that you probably didn't like notice before. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. you won't get the top and bottom bar. It'll be most a majority of your entire screen. Uh, things like that. So I am going to rewatch all of those movies. Let's fucking Start. go, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, same. So I, I want to see what's going to be way different. I'm going to do the way I'm going to do it, though, is I'm going to start with uh, Shang-Chi because I haven't seen that movie since I saw it in theaters. Good so I'm going to start there. Good but choice. then I'm going to go to chronological order of what's available after that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel it, baby. I feel it. It's uh, it's gonna be good. Any any sort of update like this is gonna be rad. I mean, like, <clears throat> if they're if they're doing that now, like, imagine what they plan on doing that with next. What if they start doing that with the MCU series? Like, what if they do that for Hawkeye? I don't know if they'll do that for Hawkeye because I don't think they actually film those on IMAX cameras. The the shows, True. yeah, I don't think yeah. they they film those on IMAX cameras, but the movies for sure. Now imagine like they yeah. they start dropping movies on Disney Plus and they're just mm-hmm. automatically in IMAX. Ooh, mm-hmm. sign me up. That's how I'm gonna watch them. You know, I I wonder if other streaming platforms like HBO Go, I mean not Go, HBO Max, HBO Go is that old <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> but like HBO Max, um, like everybody says Dune is better in IMAX. Why not put an IMAX X? aspect ratio on uh, on HBO Max, you know. That's this, it, man. This could be a stepping stone for uh, streaming platforms. That's that's but technology, baby. Let's fucking mark my fucking words. They will try Netflix 
will try and charge more money for it. I guarantee fucking to you. Oh, that's of course, gonna happen. of course. They're they're at what eighteen dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Watch it. Watch it go to twenty one for fucking IMAX resolution, dude. Like, um, yeah. Knock on fucking wood. Knock on fucking yep. wood. There we go. And Knock if you don't, and if you don't pay the extra, you just don't get access to the IMAX ratio once. Mm. Yeah, mm. dude. Mm. Totally. They will totally do that. <laughs> would not be. That's surprised. some Netflix shit for sure. Would not yeah. be surprised. Was something yeah. I did and was surprised by was uh, Vin Diesel to Dwayne Johnson says, "I say this out of love, but you must show up for Fast and the Furious 10." Boys, <laughs> so I here's mean, the deal. Yeah, here's the deal. Vin Diesel wrote an entire letter to Dwayne Johnson, and I am paraphrasing here, but essentially saying like, "Listen, the people want you in the last Fast and the Furious movies. Please do it. You owe you owe it to your fans to do it." Like he basically was telling The Rock that, and uh, he's right. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd mean, yeah. love to see him return to the series, <laughs> especially real. after how good Hobbs and Shaw was. Like, I God want to damn. see more of that. Please. God so damn, dude! They they are gonna do a Hobbs and Shaw sequel, aren't they? Yeah, because uh, Hobbs and Shaw is actually, I believe, produced by Dwayne Johnson's producers. It's not done with the same Fast and Furious people. So Vin Diesel kind of kept his hands off of Hobbs and Shaw. So there was plans initially to do another Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Um, and I mean, like, if they just Please? do this, like, give us one more Hobbs and Shaw, like, in the middle of Fast 10, and then give us the last couple Fast 10 movies that they're planning on doing. You know what I'm saying? The last couple Fast 10. The, the, they the are. They are. They're, they're, they're rumored to be a, uh, a two-part movie. There's really? Gonna be Fast, and the Fa- Fast and the Furious 10, t- 1, and 10, 2. Like Jeez, Final is Fantasy. this Final Fantasy? Like Final <laughs> Fantasy. Final <laughs> Fantasy. Like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's gonna do the the, the Titus laugh and everything. We're like, ha, 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 family. What if what if he calls it Fast and the Furious X? <laughs> oh, that would be Fast and the Furious. Do not push X. that shit past them, dude. They would totally do some they shit totally, like that. They totally would. Jesus Christ. Fast X. <laughs> and apparently Eternals is also doing it because Eternals wins the dom- weekend domestic box office with $71 million in ticket sales. But unfortunately, it is still less than Black Widow's $80.3 million and Shang-Chi's $75.3 million. Uh, That's still good though. it is still good it is still good it is just it is just not as high as the other two movies and are you guys surprised I, um a little bit n- no but i no. think i think the casting is what dropped drew people to the eternals like yeah angelina jolie sells tickets that this i know exactly why it's less than black widow or shang chi okay why because it's banned in other countries because people are a bunch of ignorant fucktards well this does say domestic it's not worldwide Oh, oh, that's domestic. True. Well, again, there's a bunch of ignorant fucktards that live here. So that's I mean, that, that's the exact reason why this movie was getting review bombed. It's like yep. there, were, there were people yep. that just didn't want to see a movie with a fucking gay couple. And, 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 and yeah, yeah, it's probably due to that as well. Like a, a bit of the review bomb. You know, there's people out there that looked at that and were like, oh, I'm not going to see it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Not that I think this, but the same people who think that about Eternals are the same people who said Captain Marvel sucked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all know those kinds of people. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you're that kind of person and you didn't like Captain 
Marvel just because it was a woman superhero. Get and you don't fucked. like Eternals. Get fuck fucked. you. Yeah, yeah, big fuck you. Big fuck you. So. Um, but not fuck you to this. Uh, no Time to Die nope. will be available to rent on November 9th in the U.S. Uh, apparently, this is due to uh, it being uh, having had only made $55 million over their domestic box office weekend, uh, which is real low. But analysts are saying that this is due to older demographics being the core audience for James Bond films. And that that demographic has been very hesitant to return to theaters, so um, which makes sense. With that being said, that means it's available to rent right now because today is November 9th. And I'm gonna <laughs> oh, fucking shit. watch it, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna fucking yeah, watch it. I, I, I really want to go yeah. watch it now, but yep. yeah, I yep. missed it in theaters. There was too many other things coming out around it that I was more interested in. But if I can watch this without leaving my house, dog, but I'm saying you want to forget the show, guys. Let's go watch. Let's go watch some James Bond. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hope it has IMAX aspect ratio. It won't. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm just being hopeful. We wish. I know. I know. And that, my friends, is Little Waves. Devin, what's next? You know, after those waves wash away, Mm. we find this thing in the sand, and it's called the fucking helm. The helm, baby. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So this is a segment where we... uh, pick the most important news stories that we've come across over the last few days and we would like to share them with y'all um and i'm gonna take this first one guys because mm, i know i know yeah i know mass effect a new poster teases the future of the series (laughs) this is coming from adam bankhurst over at ign a new poster released in celebration of n7 day has teased a bit of the future of mass effect and its next entry Shared on Twitter by the official Mass Effect Twitter account, the image appears to simply be a ship landing on a planet near a crater. However, the shape of the crater and the circle in the middle are very reminiscent of the Geth, a group of network AI beings that were created by the Quarian but eventually rose up and gained sentience. Legion was a Geth and was a member of Shepard's team. That was in Mass Effect 2. It's the best one. Um. If you look closely at the image, you can see a group of four characters leaving the ship, potentially hitting at the party size of the next Mass Effect. I'd be down with a four-person squad. That'd be lit. Um, In the group, there appears to be at least one Krogan, like Rex, and possibly a Solarian, like Morden, or Turian, like Garrus. They're very small, so it's hard to tell for sure what they could be of anything. The ship also bears the letters SFX for reference. The Normandy... Norman D from the original trilogy had the uh, call sign SR1. Once again, this could just be a tease and not really make it into a fine into the final game, but this is another hint at a possible returning character after an Asari that very much resembled Liara, Liara Tassoni appeared in the Mass in the new Mass Effect's announcement trailer. The new Mass Effect looks to take place in the far future after the original trilogy and Liara in the body of Legion could be one of the few remaining characters that could last that long. Liara looks much older than how we see her in the original games and Asari are known to live past a thousand years. This is all speculation and a bit hopeful on my part as well as mine as Legion was one of my favorite characters in the Mass Effect trilogy. However, that's what makes the te- these teases so intriguing, because they are giving a glimpse into the future of one of the most celebrated franchises in gaming. I mean, is this is straight up hype. I know 
you haven't finished the trilogy yet or no. Yeah, Gary. I know. I, I really want to. I really do want to. Mm-hmm. Um, it just uh, time. Time, man. Dude, it, <laughs> let it be a slow grind for you. I think you'll enjoy it that much instead of trying to like like marathon it. I think you might in, enjoy the slow grind because there's always something to do. And it is a very story driven game. So it'll it'll keep your attention. It'll it'll be like playing the movie. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Think 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 of it as like episodic. You know? Okay. Yeah. So I should Gary, do six hour gaming sessions on it each day is what you mean. I mean, you you spend that much time watching shit anyway. I know that's what I was gonna say. That's basically what I do already. <laughs> yeah. Just like shows. like like reserve your shows a little bit and play more of that. I mean, I don't even watch shows that often. You know what I mean? It's like I do because I need to talk watch, about stuff on hands on deck, but like watch one less movie a day and play that. <laughs> Touche. Fair enough. Fair Garrick. Enough. What about so, you? So I made a critical mistake when picking up this franchise. And I started with Mass Effect Andromeda. Uh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I I bought it on concept alone. I had, you know, I had of course heard of the Mass Effect games, but I haven't really gotten the opportunity to play any of the original titles i would like to but it's definitely it's i feel like it's one of those it's a time thing at this point because i'm having to go back and play catch up kind of like ernell said but i don't know maybe i honestly i might end up just doing like i might watch a couple of like no commentary playthroughs just to get the story bits and then pick up the new one um i i mean the new one's not going to be for many years if I'm going to be honest oh, with you, really? it, yeah, it's it's going to be like an Elder Scrolls six situation, you Better know, than likely like now. Yeah, you you probably won't be playing the new one, at least for three to four years at the very least. Um, I will say this. I guarantee you the uh, the anniversary edition uh, remaster edition that they have is going to be on sale this Black Friday. If you can pick that up, I recommend it because it's probably only going to be like thirty five bucks. So, yeah, I might have to do that. Yeah, I can, because... that'll give me time to invest because I know I know how beloved this franchise is. Like people have mm. been requesting new games uh, from this franchise for like as literally as soon as in Andromeda Bomb. They're like, literally, fuck this. Like, just give us more core games, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really recommend it, especially with the remaster edition. It looks it plays better. It has a better UI. It's 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 a lot more. Um, it kind of it kind of flows together and it definitely gets better as you play because the mechanics get better. You got to remember the first one came out in 2007, you know, so this this was like an original like uh, Xbox 360 launch title, but it has a very captivating story. I, I can tell even just like with the few hours that I had played of, of the mm-hmm. first one so far, uh, the because I, I think I ended like right basically when things open up, like you get mm-hmm. in, you get your ship and they say, oh, you got to go because I'm going to get in trouble and you leave and you're supposed to pick from like three different planets you can go to. That's like yeah. where I ended. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> not that far. <laughs> yeah, there's and you go to so many planets, dude. I think in in Mass Effect 2, I I want to say there's around like 
30 different planets, maybe more than that. Way no. more than that, uh, actually. Um, but, Garrick, I have a very important question for you. Spider-Man or Star Wars? Garrick's going to want to pick the one that he has to read last. So I'm going to go ahead and do the Spider-Man <laughs> for us. <laughs> all right. All right. Boys, if we're, we're going to talk hype here, we got to talk about some real hype because the past couple of days have been an absolute mania for all, any and all Marvel fan, let alone Spider-Man fans, because the first official Spider-Man No Way Home poster seemingly confirms the film's villains. This comes from Wesley LeBlanc at GameForm, and it reads like this. Marvel Studios and Sony Pictures Entertainment have released the first official poster for Spider-Man No Way Home. <sighs> yes, they did. The multiverse Spider-Man 3 cool is set directly after the events of Spider-Man Far From Home, with Tom Holland turning to Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange for help with the whole quote-unquote the entire world knows him Spider-Man, and that's affecting not just me, but my friends and family too dilemma. As seen in the first uh, first trailer release, Doctor Strange uses a special spell to uh, reconceal Peter's identity. But this is an MCU movie, so things don't go according to plan, and the multiverse opens. Of course. The first trailer gives us a, uh, a look at Alfred Molina's Doc Ock in the movie, and some fans have speculated that a version of Green Goblin can be heard in it, too. Uh, parentheses, with many believing it to be Willem Dafoe's Goblin from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Uh, the new No Way Home poster release seems to all but confirm the return of, return, excuse me, of Dafoe's Goblin. If you look at the sky on the right side of the poster, you can see what is clearly Green Goblin. <laughs> Garrick with the kitty. Meow, <laughs> <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> you look at the sky on the right side of the poster, you can see what is clearly Green Goblin. Now it could technically be anyone's Goblin, but look at the glider's design, the armor, and the head and mask piece. Uh, that's pretty identical to Defoe's Goblin from the first Raimi Spider-Man movie. Elsewhere on the poster, it seems to confirm other rumors regarding No Way Home's villains, although not nearly as definitive as its Goblin uh, confirmation. This poster seemingly confirms Electro and Sandman are villains in the upcoming movie. The last time we saw Electro on the big screen, it was Jamie Foxx's take on the character from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Rumors and reports have indicated that he'd be returning to the character for No Way Home, but there hasn't been any official confirmation. The lighting, lightning, excuse me, on this poster seems to do that, especially when coupled with the more electric scenes of the first trailer. Then there's the sand swirling up in the poster. Couple that with the sand imagery uh, seen in the first No Way Home trailer. It seems all but guaranteed that Sandman will be making an appearance in the film. Now we need to know if it's going to be Thomas Hayden Church's Sandman from the third Raimi Spider-Man film. Recent reports from the Nerdist, however, do in indicate it is indeed Church's Sandman. Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home will hit theaters on December 17th. Oh, God. Now, boys... In our gilded, in our in our good Kraken team chat, we talked a little bit about uh, uh, the shitty fucking stupid spoilers uh, we've had um, the past couple of days going on, on the internet. I know Devin has been pretty detached from the internet for uh, for a little while now. So I don't know if Devin's gotten any of those spoilers. I don't want to talk about any of the spoilers in detail whatsoever. Uh, unfortunately, me and Garrick and Xander, many others that we are friends with, uh, have been plagued with said spoilers. Uh, if you're on Twitter, been... start just start fucking blocking just, just blo anything Spider-Man. Spider start blocking keywords. Block Spider-Man, uh, block No Way Home, block 
goblin. Just just block all the things. Just block all block the things it. have to do with it. And, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, you can get the media blackout that you deserve. Uh, or you can like be like, like Devin and just don't <laughs> go on fucking Twitter. Yeah. Don't go on Twitter. Even though I uh, like him too, but don't go on Twitter. <laughs> that, I, I remember that being the reason why I stopped using Twitter a very long time ago is because I was getting Game of Thrones spoilers all the time. And I was just getting pissed off about it. So, like, that was, like, why, like, I'm gravitating more towards it, but still not as much that. And I just work my ass off all day, so I don't even look at it. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah. well, I'd... I, mean, I mean, my hands are literally full of power tools and parts all the time. So it's like I have no time to look at it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got, got lots so. of time for Daisy when you fucking go. You got time for fucking. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, I look up. I look up my news when I get home, but oh, I okay, avoid okay. spoilers <laughs> because I don't go on Twitter on my on my computer. Twitter's the worst. Twitter is the absolute worst when it comes I, to spoilers. Not yeah. that it's much better, but I look at Facebook, but I look at Reddit, so. Well, what I can say is that this is fucking hype. A lot of the things that are carrying with this are going to be hype. Uh, there are a ton of rumors that we're going to be getting a Spider-Man trailer either today or yesterday. That has not happened yet. Um, I'm assuming it will be within the next week because we are coming up towards the final couple of, you know... I bet it comes out Friday. before... Uh, I, I, if it didn't come out by now, I'd say probably not until next Monday. Because tra trailers usually, they don't usually drop trailers on Fridays very often, especially MCU, but <clears throat> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, if you did catch any of those spoilers, goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> yeah. And that's all we'll say on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, something else that's probably going to be spoiled. Garrett, can you fill the fill the fans in? Mm. Break their hearts, Wait, Garrett. What? Break their hearts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah break their yeah. hearts. Uh, so, in case you guys haven't noticed, Star Wars Rogue Squadron's movie got delayed. This is coming uh, from re release date is now unclear, and this is coming from Chris Agar at Screen Rant. The start of production on the upcoming Star Wars movie Rogue Squadron has been delayed. While Lucasfilm is currently focusing on an ever-growing slate of Star Wars TV shows for Disney+, the studio still has plans for the galaxy far, far away on the big screen. Following a theatrical hiatus after Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker, the franchise's next movie will be Rogue Squadron from director Patty Jenkins. The project was officially announced during Disney's Investor's Day in December 2020. Rogue Squadron has been scheduled uh, for a December 2023 release, with Jenkins supposedly set to work on it prior to making Wonder Woman 3. Earlier this year, it was revealed that Rogue Squadron's script is nearly complete, suggesting casting and filming updates would soon follow. However, there has been a hurdle in development, and Rogue Squadron is getting pushed back. Per THR, the uh, Rogue Squadron production is being delayed. It has it was slated to start shooting at some point next year. The cause of the postponement is scheduling issues for Jenkins. It is unknown at this time if Rogue Squadron's release date will remain in place. It seems likely Loke Squadron will uh, have to move release dates. If cameras won't be able to start rolling in 2022, it would be difficult for the Star Wars movie to hit theaters in 2023. This means the franchise's big screen hiatus may go on a little longer than anticipated, unless perhaps Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie or Taika Waititi's Star Wars movie goes onto the fast track and takes Rogue Squadron's place. Thanks to its presence on TV, the Book of Boba Fett comes out uh, on 
this December with Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Mandalorian Season 3, Ahsoka, and more on the way. There will be plenty of Star Wars contents for audience in the near future, just not any in theaters. So there's one thing I want to say about this that I've noticed. Have you noticed that we've been getting like this new trend of just delay announcements for shit that doesn't have hard release dates? Yes. Yeah, I, it's a little weird. The 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 thing is, though, is I think they feel like they have to do it because once they've made that announcement, like we're talking about like franchises and IPs and stuff that like people very deeply care about. And like, as we've talked about before, Star Wars fans already kind of fucking suck on a much deeper level than we even like to like admit realistically. But like, I can see I can see them being like, yo, like we already announced that this is going to happen. Like, if we just never say anything about it, people are eventually going to flip shit about it. So we just need to acknowledge what's going on. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I appreciate the communication. On the other hand, though, I do see where you're coming from, where it is a little bit weird. But I just think that's kind of like what we're trending towards. Yeah, just with the the fact, I feel like communication between the the like the party delivering the content like whether it be like through social media pages or like official channels that communication between like the the person delivering the content and the consumer has definitely upticked in years i feel like yeah. covid making you know drastic leaps in that just by necessity uh i am curious to see what they do with rogue squadron just because once again, this is going to be one of our first, this is going to be, you know, another Star Wars film that doesn't focus on the Jedi story. I like that they're willing to do that because Jedis are tight, but like Star Wars is way bigger than just Jedis. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they're the main focus, but like if they're willing to make something along the lines of uh, Rogue One, which is not necessarily my favorite, but I'm, I'm, I will say it's probably objectively like one of the best the, the best modern Star Wars film. Like, mm. if they're willing to put that level of effort into Rogue Squadron, I feel like the wait's going to be worth it regardless. Yeah. But we have so much good Star Wars stuff coming up on Disney Plus anyways. Like, like there was like six series I just listed in that article. It's nuts. Yeah, even even Xander in the chat says arguably Rogue One is one of the best Star Wars films. I big it's, time agree. It's, yeah, so, dude, it's, it's my good. favorite. So it's my good. favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite one. And and I think that's why I like the Mandalorian so much because it, I mean, granted, it it does have you know, uh, Grogu who is Jedi, but the the main focus is a bounty hunter, who yeah. happens to be a Mandalorian, you know, yeah. and and it's 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 refreshing and like even the big bad guy, Gideon, mm. he he, I mean, he has the dark saber, but he doesn't have force powers. You and, know, and Giancarlo Esposito, man, who goddamn oh, that, that motherfucker! Esposito. Oh my god, that dude, dude can yeah. act. Moff Gideon's just such a good villain, though. Like, yeah, he's so oh yeah, good. Oh, yeah. Have but a like, dark blade. Oh goddamn. On on like, on all these shows coming out, it's like, dude, Ahsoka and Obi Wan. Like, oh, dude, I'm so oh, ready oh. for Ahsoka. Dog. And Andor, so ready. Andor as well, mm -hmm. like. Like mm -hmm. we we have some really good content coming our way. We really do. Um, when it when it comes to Star Wars, you know, uh, the sad thing. Think about how many delays we've had for um, for MCU movies, even ones with hard dates. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's yep. it's it's been very very frequent. Um, but I'm okay with this because I would rather it not be rushed. I'd rather them take their time and and do it right. 
you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And, and Patty Jenkins, this better not be anything like Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> I will burn the fucking theater to the ground. Yeah. Don't screw I, this will, up. I, <laughs> I will turn into one of those crappy Star Wars fans. You mean you, you don't you don't want to see someone very obviously like on like string, like leap across a desert at like 800 feet to save a little girl? You don't want that? You know, you I will that? become toxic so fast. <laughs> You know how many times it took me to finish that fucking movie? Oh, dude, I never finished it. I got, I got to like Five the, times. the third act, I, and I was like, "Fuck this, I'm out." No, like, I, dude, I watched it in theaters, and I didn't. I have know an you escape. did, Xander, and you say this every time we talk about how this is a terrible movie. <laughs> well, yeah, Z- Xander, are you are you weeping at at the sad? part of Wonder Woman eighty four, or did you weep because you just spent money on watching? Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Pass I sure. I understand sure. that, and yeah. I and I've said yeah. that. Like I empathize with you, but that part does not make up for that bullshit movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, it's not bullshit. Mm. <laughs> tell them, tell them what's not fucking bullshit, baby. Oh, hands on deck. <laughs> Go. You're right. This segment is so, not bullshit, my dude. What is the yeah, segment? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is um, a segment where we talk about what we've been playing, what we've been watching, whether it's a video game, a movie, TV show, and we describe it to you guys and uh, hopefully convince you to give it a shot or take a look at it. Um, with that being said, Arnell, can you start this? Spicy segment off, please. Oh, I got you, baby. I got you. So, uh, well, we'll just do what, like 1.25 for tonight because we are cutting yeah, a yeah. bit close on time. But, yeah, uh, yeah, I got that. So, my, my 0.25, I probably, my like little tiny one, um, I started Midnight Mass, uh, last night with my lovely partner. Um, it's mm-hmm. tight mm-hmm. so far. We're only two episodes in, so there's nothing crazy that we've hit yet. But even just those first two episodes, who boy, who boy, love me some Flanagan content. My dude, goddamn, he is one hell of a fucking director. Oh my god, I need more of it. I need more. I need all all the Flanagan content as much as I can possibly get. Uh, but so far, it's fucking tight. It's super sick. Uh, fucking Rahul Kohli, man. Rahul Kohli mm. and uh, and Kate Siegel. Ooh, do I want to yeah. touch Kate Siegel? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I am so happy that you are watching this now because I've been pestering you for like a month. Well, me, me, me and Aaron, show. me and Aaron finally, finally finished game of Thrones on Sunday. Finally, we finished. Game I of tried Thrones. to convince you guys just fuck game of Thrones for no, a week. No, Watch you, this. You, you don't, you don't say fuck game of Thrones when you've gone. <laughs> yes, you eight, do. After that season, you say fuck game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron needed to, to discover the disappointment that was season I, eight I, for themselves. Uh, <laughs> I, I know I asked you this the like yesterday, mm, mm. but what was her reaction at the end of it? Just so just so everybody can hear. So please. so Aaron, Aaron first off was very like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> first off, <laughs> and was like, "This is just this is so upsetting because like just the way they handled Danny just like had little to no ramp up." little to no ramp up and that that was kind of what aaron's like biggest disappointment was with it It was just like Mm. i don't understand why they had her do all that 
like out of nowhere. Like it just seemed like they had three episodes of like arc going from her loving Jon Snow to just wanting to destroy the entirety of the Red Keep. And it's just like, yeah. But I mean, like overall, though, Aaron fucking loved it, loved yeah. every goddamn aspect of this fucking show. And like, honestly, like. I, I don't I don't blame them because like I fucking love Game of Thrones too. Like even just like going back and rewatching it. I guess this will take my fucking point two five here, my my small one, because I'm talking more on this than I am Midnight Mass. Yeah, you need um, to watch more Midnight Mass anyway. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Really I know. I, 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 I know I'll talk about that. But uh, but dude, Game, Game of Thrones is is, is just a fucking mm. remarkable show, dude. God damn, that show's so fucking good. Like the Long Night episode. Oh my god, one of the best episodes of fucking TV ever, the Night King mm -hmm. attacking Winterfell. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god, this episode is so good. And just like it was one of the first like hour 30 minute episodes. It was just like so long and so much going on. And then oh mm -hmm. my god. Oh, I want to fucking watch it again. It's that, that one good. of my favorite episodes was Beyond the Wall when they, oh, when they get so trapped on that ice good. Uh, Oh, it's so like, fucking like, good. <laughs> So, like, what makes me excited about about hearing about Game of Thrones again right now isn't even the fact that they have that House Targaryen show coming. I'm more excited knowing that Amazon is doing a Lord of the Rings series yeah. with, like, a $2 million budget per episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be hype, so, dude. It's going to be hype. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff uh, that they'll do with that, but, you know, we'll we'll definitely yeah. see. With that yeah. said, though, my, my big one, mm -hmm. main one that I want to talk about tonight is a very, very other wonderful piece of content called uh, The Harder They Fall on Netflix. Yes! I watched and, it. Oh my. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I'm going to. God, oh great. my god it's damn great. dude. So the, the Harder They Fall is a uh, is a cowboy western uh, with a primary primary focus on a uh, the majority uh, black cast that they have uh, for all of our listeners of years at home that have not heard of this movie. Um, and it is very very fucking good. Like this, this movie like honestly is like one of the pinnacles of like black empowerment and like oh absolutely black optimacy like this 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 fucking movie just has some of the most surreal wonderful acting in it like ever between jonathan majors and idris elba and just, just like oh my god like <laughs> this this movie was yeah. fucking incredible and i don't even really like country western content like virtually at all like with very few exceptions like i never really like movies like that but this this movie who boy who boy <laughs> one note i have for this movie and this is a very positive thing the the music the like the characters themselves and singing it was awesome was awesome. really really the, good the, you the could you could feel really good. it like oh yeah. my god dude but uh, oh, with that the said, sound design too oh yeah oh yeah. yeah uh now with that said though um honestly i can't i can't think of a single fucking flaw this movie has like outside yeah. of just like just like it could have been more as like a story but it's like you know because they kept they kind of touch on a couple like cowboy western tropes but i think that was the mm. entire point because if fe it feels like this movie very much was like hey there is no properly made like black cowboy western Let's mm -hmm. make one. And they said, fuck, yes, let's make one. And and they they even went out of their way to make it not like cheesy over the top cowboy Western because they're still talking as if they're in modern day world. They're still mm -hmm. using lingo and stuff that is just like like, <laughs> like here, know. like they're from here. But like that. Mm -hmm. But it, it so it sort of feels like a scary movie without being over the top comedy. 
because it's not comedy. Like the, it just, it just, it feels like it's grounded in this sort of thing, but it's a country tale. You what? know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of has that same uh, um, feel that uh, the uh, that Django had. Like it was like slightly comedic at some parts, but very like focused on the main part of the story yeah. and like the characters' relationships. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I really enjoyed that movie. I've watched it twice already. I think it's yeah. the best Netflix yeah. movie of the year. Honestly, it's surprisingly fucking good so garrick definitely watch it i'm stoked to check it out i love westerns like i'm a huge fan of. you'll love it you'll love it like straight up you're gonna you will love it idris elba like i didn't read i I don't know if they like made him bigger or something but he is fucking intimidating as shit in this movie oh yeah i did not realize that idris elba was a big fucking boy if he actually is or not but the last is daddy idris is just he's just the goat you watch Mm. hobson shot you should know that he's a big boy. He he's fucking, a fucking. He goes toe I mean, to toe with the Rock, dude. Yeah, but he also kind of goes like head to head with Jason Statham. And Jason Statham's only like five foot eight. So like, <laughs> now with but, that with that said though, the last thing I want to bring up about this, uh, I saw someone tweet out something that was fucking hilarious the other night about this movie, and it was uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino is at home crying in bed because someone made a country western with black people in it, and it doesn't say the n word once. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, <laughs> Daddy, now that you say it, it totally has like <laughs> that a Quentin Tarantino vibe too, a little bit. Yeah, it, like reminiscent of those kinds of movies the, the tinies they just did it better they just did quentin tarantino they did. like as far as like a country quentin tarantino movie yeah. better because it's not it doesn't have the absurdity that quentin tarantino yeah. needs to feel better to like feel like he's a better director it doesn't have the absurdity so take out all the extra blood gushing and shit everywhere and like the n words and like the unnecessary cussing and stuff like that just take it out and then you got this and it's tight super tight what's up garrick you, you were saying something Daddy, Il- Daddy Idris is uh he's six two. In case anybody was oh, wondering, okay. that's that's still a pretty big man. That's, he's pretty, he's stacked, pretty big. Yeah, that's yeah, respectable. Because he, he looks like sit like six two, like two eighty in this dog. Like he looks like a fucking <laughs> big boy, like a fucking wall, man. Like I'm I'm telling. You. Anyways, though, yeah, go go watch this damn movie. Yeah, uh, Garrick, what have you been doing this week? Well, I don't know which one I want to do for. I could do either of them, long or short. Um. For my, she said. <laughs> for, <laughs> I guess I will talk about what I've been watching first, and then I'll do I'll do that on my shorter one. I really like this, so I don't know if you guys have had the opportunity to watch it yet, uh, but it is in it's like a, an adult like animation similar to Invincible called Trace. Have either of you watched it? Oh yeah, oh yeah, dog. Okay, yeah. so I I am Filipino, of course I fucking watch this movie. Yeah. Or just show. I show, mean, I show, figured. Show, show. I figured that was the case, but yeah. like, dude, just like ah, dude, six episodes, literally perfect binge length, and the animation is top notch. It's literally like, uh, where in the world is Carmen Electra and Castlevania and Gargoyles had a baby, and it's like so. It's like it hits the it hits all those notes. And like the Filipino folklore monsters are fucking rad as shit. Like so such like I, I had literally I knew nothing about this. I knew I like I, I did some research afterwards, obviously, because like, you know, all the spells are in Filipino and like all the magic casting and they use they, they speak in Filipino a lot along with the English. Mm-hmm. So I'm like Googling shit on the side, like to make sure I can follow along. And dude, it was so cool to learn about like all the folklore creatures and like what they meant. 
and like where they came from and how they like interpreted them into the, like this mm-hmm. anime based off of this uh, Filipino comic book by the same dude. It was just really cool. I love folklore and mythos shit, and I knew nothing about Filipino folklore at all. And I really, really want a season two of yeah. this. It's Very coming. Deadly. It's coming. They are signed on for yeah. a season two. So, you know, what's really funny. I had this exact conversation with Ernell like three months ago. <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm going to tell you the exact same thing I told told Devin. The best part about that show is that every single creature in that show is legitimately from mm-hmm. Filipino folklore. Um, mm-hmm. And they are almost to a T spot on to how they're described in like wives tales and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's very, very interesting, like rad take that they have on like every single individual creature that's in it, especially because like, if you dive deeper into each individual creature, you find even more backstory on them and like why they do the things that they do and how like Tracy like interacts with each one of them. Um, so like, for example, like in the first episode, there's a, uh, 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 um, 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 like a, like a goblin thing. That's in like a manhole. And when she comes, Oh yeah. Up no, to, no. Yeah. But when, when she comes up to, uh, to a tree and like a wall, and she gives a passcode, the goblin guy comes out. Well, uh, in folklore, Filipino folklore, that password that she says, uh, doll is uh, uh, a password to basically say, like, I'm entering into your space. Uh, am I allowed? It is essentially virtually what it is. And, like, him poking his head out is basically saying, like, yes, you're allowed. Um, and so, like, there's a lot of, like, little tiny details like that that come along with it. Fucking brilliant show, man. I'm glad you're mm-hmm. into it. Dude, yeah. I loved it. Like literally, like I eat that shit up. Like it's folklore. Anything is just like automatically the coolest. And it's like to get to discover, like you know, because like you don't think about like sometimes that like all these smaller countries and these island countries have like these really unique identities because they were isolated and they built like these cool like like this like they have like this own mythos based off of just where they're from and i love that shit and getting to discover like a new mythos that i found incredibly interesting especially based off of like the whole like the whole underworld concept like that they kind of played out dude it was just super super cool man i'm really really looking forward to the i hope i i I heard season two is gonna have 10 episodes instead of six so I'm really I'm, looking forward to that one. It's gonna be good. I hope it. I hope it gets into the dark world and stuff like that, and shows us more of that. Like, I hope it goes that route. Yes, like where stuff. they came from. I want to see mm. like in the tunnels and stuff where like they like the creatures live, like rather than mm. where they interact like with the human part of the world. I think it'd be super super cool. I'm sure yeah. they will. Yeah. There's there's a lot more like demonology and stuff for them to dig into when it comes to Filipino like folklore and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you got you guys would be surprised. There's a fucking lot there. So it's like <laughs> they'll, they'll give it to you. They'll give it to you. What's your Dude, other I'm thing? Ready to unpack it. My other thing is uh, I told you guys a little bit about it uh, outside of the podcast, but I got my hands on a copy of Ubisoft's new extreme sports game, Writers Republic. Oh yes, yes, fuck yes, dude. So I've been able to put about. 20 hours in since like oh. the first week that I picked up. I dove in pretty hard. Okay. Pretty yeah, you hard. Did. Um, it's phenomenal. Like it literally, I don't know if you guys ever had the opportunity to pick up some, their other games that they did uh, steep this game. If you played steeps uh, steep was basically, it was like wingsuits and snowboards and skis, but it was all sort of like winter sports based with just the addition of like the wingsuits and the rocket packs. Sure. And they basically made, uh, Riders Republic, a spiritual like successor to that to Steep, taking place over dozens of mishmash together national parks 
that like are all combined together on one map. Like there's Zion National Park and Yosemite and Bryce Canyon, like just a bunch of other like national mm-hmm. parks. Like there's like a dozen of them and they're all combined together on this big map. And they just added in like downhill uh, racing and like uh, trick bikes and stuff. And they're going to be adding BMX bikes later on. But and they're going to like they're adding new sports dude. The downhill racing on the bikes is some of the most intense and fun gameplay I've had to I've gotten to experience in a sports game in like a really long time. They did a really good job like capturing the intensity of like the races. Um, not a perfect game though. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Ubisoft chose to do something kind of interesting with this extreme sports title by giving it a gear system. So each there's like you have careers based like there's like biking, racing and biking tricks, snow racing, snow tricks and then air. And you level those up separately by doing events in those categories. And as you increase those ranks, um, you get loot in the form of like new bikes and stuff. And they actually have stats and like a gear score, which isn't inherently bad, except for the fact if you're racing against some dude in like an online race with an elite bike of like a 900 score, you're just going to get fucked regardless of how good you are controlling like you can be you, you can literally bust out every trick in the book have like a perfect run but because the because the stat differential actually freaking matters in a racing game it's like it creates this weird imbalance in the multiplayer and what the fuck are you I'm laughing? I'm so sorry, Garrick. I'm so sorry. Can you look at Why does this always happen can tonight? You, can you look at chat for me, Garrick? <laughs> can you tell me? Read to the to the audio <laughs> listeners who just followed us. <laughs> who just followed us to chat, Garrick? Shrek the musical 25. Alright, I'm gonna head out. <laughs> Holy fucking shit! What is this show? I can't be doing this every week, you guys. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. What the fuck? Hi, Shrek the Musical 25. We love you. What a beautiful fucking name. What a beautiful fucking name. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Garrick. Please continue. Oh, my God. (laughs) But... Yeah, so with like the like the competitive online aspect of the game is a little it's it's not balanced. There's a weird discrepancy where your gear actually matters more than it should given the kind of game that this is. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will say, if you like extreme sports games that are open world, literally I think my favorite thing about this game is the mini map. Per, they have the perfect way they chose to enact um NPCs. Okay. So every NPC in the game, aside from the little hub where you can interact with like your your vendors and shit, is a ghost of an actual player. Oh. So what's really interesting about this is when you open up your world map, you can see the like the path that those ghost players took. So you can literally go fast travel to a point where there's a lot of dense players. And you can use where they've been to find sick runs and sick lines in the open world and just start diving down mountains by following ghosts and stuff. And it it makes it really interesting because it made the the it makes the exploration really enticing. 
and uh dude i'd like i it 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 scratches that sort of need for speed like racing itch with uh being a little bit more casual if you love these kinds of games if you liked steep definitely check it out uh play for the runs don't play to try to get first place it'll make the game suck like for the sure. gear discrepancies so it's so um, imbalanced like just play for the sake of having your bet your best personal run, enjoying the environments and the incredibly awesome courses and the beautiful open world over dozens of actualized national parks with actual national park landmarks in them. Like it's That's cool. It's super cool. Now that you say that, I'm like I I myself am a little bit more enthralled to to give it a go. Um, we maybe I'll see how much hesitant. it is. We were yeah, it, it has been a yeah. great experience. I really want to try. I haven't had the opportunity to sit down and actually do a party yet and really get to play with just some homies, like just doing like just doing like versus races and like, you know, just bombing hills and stuff. I feel like that would actually add enhance the experience because you guys can just like BS and do some really cool stuff. That's the part I haven't really gotten to tap into the most, but I've already collected like 300 some odd stars, which is basically how you get one per event. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Sick. Sick. All right. Dope. Yeah, we'll look into that. I know. I know. Me and yeah, Devin yeah, yeah. saw it at uh, at E three, and we were like, hmm. I was hesitant myself, but the gameplay, dude, it's just it's it's just a sick, and it's really easy to play for like thirty minutes and be like, all right, I gotta go to work now, and you don't feel bad for putting it down and having to go. Okay. 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 Sick. sick. Uh, Devin, I'd say we have seven minutes. Let's do it. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. Yours? No, what's I've yours? been paying. T- so. Um, I'm going to do like a, a point point five one real quick. Okay. Ernell has been uh, telling me forever like, to get a specific type of chair. Yes, I have, baby. Let's see it. Let's and see it. Uh, I needed a new chair. I've been having some back issues too lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I decided to go for it. And uh, I got a Secret Labs Evo Titan 2022. Fuck yes, you did, baby. Let's yeah. see it. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's oh, there you go, yeah. baby. Let's go. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you, Garrick. <laughs> dude, I know. My shitty. Dude, look. You want to see how shitty my chair is? Okay, look at me dead on. The fucking yep. chair's lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. This, I like yeah. this a lot. Um, coolest thing I want to say about this. And I, I I already showed you guys this. Oh, here we go. But the pillow <laughs> doesn't have a strap or velcro. Yep. It's magnetic. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I'm so that like, seriously <laughs> is. It's such a small thing, but it's such a cool thing. You're just like that's tight as fuck. Because yeah, I, I, I like I'm glad to, they thought of that. I feel like adjust mine all the time because it's strapped like around uh-huh. like, the top of it. And when Devin yeah. told me that his is magnetic, like we went, we kind of like doubled over the specs, or whatever. He's like, "Does yours have this? Does yours have this?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And he was like, "Okay, well, what about the pillow?" I was like, "No." No, no, my pillow, my pillow is not magnetic, dog. Like I, I wanted to be I, I so just bad. Assumed, I just assumed that this was normal, but apparently it's one of the new features. God so, damn, son, I'm jealous. I, 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 I love it. I will say this: I've only had it for four days, and my back and my tailbone already feel better Dude, compared I'm, to that piece of shit chair i had i'm telling you man so. like this this chair has been like honest to god like a fucking godsend yeah. because i was using yeah. this really just like like it was wide because i'm a thick boy like i had i had a computer chair before um but it was just so just like uncomfortable sit in for like prolonged mm-hmm. amount of time and now that we do what we do in content creation and production and stuff and we're at our computers for anywhere from 
two to fucking 10 hours a day sometimes, depending on how much I'm working on stuff like that. These fucking chairs, man, like oh. Secret Lab did it. They fucking did it, yeah. dog. And Garrick, we got to get you one. We got to yeah, get so you can, what next. Did, what, did that, what did that run you? So you can finance it. So I'm paying like 60 bucks a month for it for like almost a year. What, you know? dude? I can afford that. Well, yeah. I, and I'm on I'm on a catapult plan, so I do 15 bucks a week. And then eventually, uh, if I want to, I can just pay off the remaining amount, like no interest whenever I want. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So did you buy it through like Secret Labs, like yeah, first yeah. person? They, like they, they, okay. do, they do a firm and catapult. So you can just go through either <laughs> of those to get it. Xander <laughs> clipped us with a uh, Hey Secret Lab sponsor us. <laughs> facts though, facts um, though. Secret Lab. I wonder yeah, if they're gonna have up. a Black Friday sale or like a Cyber Monday. I, I mean, sale. pay attention they, to it. They pay. I'm gonna keep an eye on it because mm-hmm. maybe I can pick up something and then get it financed under like a, a Black Friday price and get it a little yeah. get a little cheaper. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now keep yeah. in mind too, they uh, they were one of the places that basically went completely out of stock in the beginning of the pandemic. So I don't think oh. they'd have a lot in stock at any one given time so you may or may not want to look sooner and double check to see if maybe their black friday thing is more than just one day and it's over the course of a month i would double check to be sure yeah and um just because i know you're not too far (laughs) off of me size wise garrick i recommend getting the titan series and not the regular one because the regular one is it has like a weight limit of 175 and it's meant for people. Un- <laughs> that ain't going to cut it. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's real tiny dog. It's real tiny. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I Look, have, I have the, thick, thick boy gang for life with three C's. Yeah. I have, I, have, got, I have the, I have the Titan, uh, like XL. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I'm, so, cause I'm thick. Uh, <laughs> I, I got the version right underneath of that, which like yeah. works to like two twenty or something like that. I'm, yeah, I, so. I, I picked the like up beautiful, to three fifteen. Like my mine's like because I yeah. I'll just balloon up if I fucking want to. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Let's go. You're man. like I got but, room uh, to get fatter. Of, <laughs> speaking of balloons, though, um, guys, what's up? I got my hands on last night at nine p.m. West Coast Best Coast time. I finally started playing Horizon Five. Forza. Oh, Forza. Horizon yes, Plus. yes, yeah. yes. Cool. Hit us with it. You got you got a couple oh, minutes dude. left. Hit us with it. It is the most beautiful game I have played ever. Let mm. me just start with that. I'm playing mm. it in 4K on on Xbox Series X. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is fucking gorgeous. That that game is literally photorealistic. Like, go look at the screenshots. Go look at gameplay videos. Look at graphics comparisons. That game is beyond gorgeous. It is also so fun. So um, I, I only played it for about an hour and a half, two hours last night. But as I was playing that game, I was getting such a serotonin rush that like I was l- smiling in real life. Like I was having so much fun. I got that that like need for speed or that midnight club too. I got that midnight club to nostalgic feeling. <laughs> Like straight up, I was like, "This is so goddamn fun," and the soundtrack is really, really good. It's like it totally plays along like with what you're doing, and like um, the traversal in that game, the open world. Like I was racing, freaking Bugattis. Wait, it's open world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I was racing Bugattis and stuff like that up by a fucking uh, um, volcano. I was uh, doing rally racing. I drove a bronco through the jungle i went through aztec ruins 
Um, I race through like cities and stuff. It is awesome, dude. And um, it actually hits. Uh, it has a lot. It's very uh, Hispanic culture as well because it's based in Mexico. Yeah. Too. And it, and <clears throat> it's it's actually really good. It's on Game Pass too. You don't even have to buy the game. It's on Game Pass. You can just play it. And um, I mean, they they did a really good job of optimizing it for multiple consoles and platforms. So even if you still have an Xbox one, you can still play that game. Um, I I highly recommend it. Ernell, you just got a Series S. I would recommend downloading it and giving it a shot. Um, it, yeah. it it just plays so well and it handles very well. And it is uh, more of an arcade racer than it is a simulator, but it still lets you like tune your vehicles and everything like that. And it has over 500 cars in the game. God damn. Let me damn. let me get the, the Maserati I've been wanting. Uh, I, 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 I don't have any one specific Maserati I've been wanting. I just only want a Maserati because their yeah. logo is a Trident. And uh, I, I, figured, <laughs> I figured. To be honest, though, I'm actually really glad you said it was an arcade like racer because like, let's be real, dog. Like if I wanted to drive like I have in the driveway. Yeah, we, like, we, we don't want those Sims. We don't want driving. Like I want to go man, fucking man. zoom, zoom and just be able to punch that shit hard. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It's it's the kind of game too that rewards you with doing insane shit, like going off jumps and doing like tricks. They they have a a p- pinata game mode where the the goal is to smash all the pinatas and whoever has the most wins. They have a battle royale in the game too. Like there's Ridiculous. a yeah no there's a <laughs> lot of different game modes. You got like I said it's on Game Pass. Um, it was about a hundred gigabyte download for me on my console. Um. So it could have, be more, could be less. You have the 4K I, yeah. version, though. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So it has the 4K assets and stuff like that. Um, it's fun. It looks great. It's beautiful. Um, and I'm going to be playing it on stream tomorrow. Yes, you will. We'll be going over the schedule later on. People will be tuning in yeah. for that. That's a, there you go, baby. There you go. Devin, yeah. what is next, my dude? So next, we have the Gallows. The Gallows. <laughs> it's fucking lit. All right. It's lit. All right, so this is going to be our headlining segment, my fellow listeners and watchers. Yes, so yes. we're going to have an open forum discussion about the unfortunate console wars. And let's put down all of our dumb facts, our opinions. Let's get into it. Yes. <sighs> yes. So, so I'm going to start this off with just saying the console wars are dumb, very dumb. And... For all you people who really care about what other people are buying for their entertainment and their enjoyment and spending their money on something that they're excited about, I want you to eat shit and then brush your teeth and then realize you're being an idiot. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. We got followed by Shrek the Musical, guys. This is fucking great. (laughs) But anyways, the console wars are dumb. Uh, People play what they want to play, especially nowadays with the hardware that's out there. Uh, Even last generation, it's it's all pretty fucking good. Like, it's all pretty good. Like, there there is something there for everybody. I mean, we were talking about Xbox Game Pass. Like, that still works on Xbox One. That works on PC. And it works on the current series consoles. And that provides a ton of games for you. It doesn't matter what generation you're on. It's still good. Uh, PlayStation, they have uh, PS Now. You know, um, 
it's still good. They have exceptional games that come out on their platform, although I don't think they should be charging $70 for everything. But anyways, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Um, Nintendo. Amazing hand, hand handheld platform and extremely good for for party games. PC Mustard Race like it's PC. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say besides console wars are dumb and but competition breeds innovation. So the competition is nice, but people need to stop taking it to like such a height where they're literally like, you know, calling people names, you know, like referring to things in uh, in anti-Semitic ways and stuff like that. It's, uh, you know, it's it's really disgusting to see that toxicity out there. And we all know it's coming from Call of Duty players. <laughs> that's and those motherfuckers what play on everything. <laughs> yeah you can play it on your goddamn phone okay <laughs> uh read in the chat console wars are dumb i agree yes very much so read mm. uh so i mean I, I do want to uh uh precurse this with the idea in our notes that we're saying like we're going to be putting down our our dumb characters for the night just so that we can have an actual constructive, like good conversation mm-hmm. about this. Cause me and Devin have been going back and forth since fucking February about our dumb, like Sony Brony Xbox Chad, like bullshit for the yeah. past like year. We're not doing that tonight. Tonight we are going to have a constructive conversation about this. Uh, 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 read here on PlayStation, you crusty little bitch. <laughs> I mean that—that that is how I talk to him. I, it, yeah. It's true. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's facts. It's facts. It's facts. Um, yeah. I mean, I, Garrett, did you have any immediate thoughts that you wanted to dive into with this, or the thing that I think? I mean, just piggybacking off of you know the obvious and everything that Devin has you know just previously said. I think one of the things that really bums me out is like we live in this sort of society now where we live in a society like yeah. get god damn it i was see i was i tried i didn't phrase it that fucking way on purpose i love you you piece of garbage i know but like dude if everybody just does shit for the clicks these days like and negative gets more clicks than positive stuff and so like i'm sure like Reddit and other public forums are just as bad, but I spend a good chunk of my social media time on Twitter and it's horrible. Like it's literally like there will, they will be individuals that will hop into comments like just to shit on somebody else for liking something that had no bearing on what that other person was doing at all. They're just like, and y'all, and y'all think that like the PlayStation is the best? Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Like, it's just exhausting. Like, I don't I don't understand the need to belittle somebody because they don't like the same stuff as you. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. There are hundreds of genres of video games, and like we've got three, four major platforms to really play them on. And they all have their pluses and minuses. Like, nobody is the king. Everybody's really great at something and then sucks shit really fucking hard at other stuff. Like, I can call out Sony and and Microsoft equally for being a bunch of fucking renobs. Like, (laughs) nobody's, there's no, like, nobody's gets excluded from the, like, I'm, like, you know, top keck game. I had a guy 
the other day. So I, I'm in a, in a couple forums on Facebook, and uh, there was one where it's just a next-gen forum where people just are, like, asking questions about consoles, the Series X, the PS5, the Series S, what so have you. And um, there was a guy putting down people who owned a Series S, calling them inferior gamers, even though that that console is a very capable console. The chipset in that is on par with PCs, no problem. It still does 1440p, 120, no problem. I mean, regardless, you don't and, even need to defend it. Like, that's, yeah, that's just yeah, a stupid yeah. take from like, him anyways, yeah. you know? And I kept asking him to look at the specs, and it was kept being met with, it's a shitty console, Microsoft sucks, blah, 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 blah. And this guy <laughs> is somebody our age or older, you know, and still has that narrow mindset. And it's like, when you have... um publications on the internet post those clickbait things you know a console war this and console war that they really kind of feed into the toxicity that that is really generating all of this it's like we all know competition is good like like i said anymore it breeds like earlier it breeds innovation but when you have news e media outlets whether it be uh ign kotaku what have you in any of those because it could really be a bunch of them and we all know that those those two in particular are kind of notorious for that not all of the people that work there but just like putting out articles like that it really fuels that toxicity and i think part of the console wars and part of getting rid of some of that toxicity is if outlets like that can realize what they're actually doing and just not do that anymore you know i feel i feel like before i get into my thing here i, I want to read what reed mm -hmm. said uh, i feel like everyone knows that console wars aren't necessary but oftentimes people hold on to any pride they can and sometimes that pride is that you have console a instead of console b or c so when someone else says console b is better your pride is hurt and you get all quote unquote no console a is the best uh i think playstation's pulled ahead of the last two major xbox consoles but fighting over xbox versus playstation doesn't make sense switch is its own thing and pc is superior if you have the money for that so there isn't a point yeah i mean like you know like like garrick said it's like there's there's pros and cons to each one but now mm. what i want what i wanted to say is <clears throat> i have to push back on you just a little bit of what you just said Devin, because i feel like that's giving the media more credit than they honestly deserve to take mm -hmm. um which they do they they should take some responsibility and like being a part of the console war bullshit and fuckery that we see all the time but it's the reality is they wouldn't have trolls to feed if there weren't any trolls and it's like it's unfortunate mm -hmm. that like the the big problem is that we just have dudes in the fucking gaming community that just kind of genuinely fucking suck and like when we see it all the time dude like i, I follow so many bigger names that work in the games industry, and I see it all the time. Our our homeboy Mike Hiam, um, Paris Lilly, fucking Greg Miller, fucking Andy Cortez. Like we see, we see Khalif Adams even catch flack. Like we see, fucking uh, the the ladies at What's Good Games, Brittany Brombacher and Christine Steimer and Andrea Renee. Like they catch a lot of fucking heat. Uh, like we see so many people that work in the games industry as being doing what we do and they catch heat all the fucking time just for having opinions. And it's mm -hmm. not the media's fault that they catch heat for that. It's the trolls fault that they catch heat. Yeah. For that. Cause there's people on fucking Twitter that have some stupid fucking like cartoon character from fucking, I don't know, some Fox cartoon or some shit or the other saying some dumb shit 
on their phone on Twitter because Andrea Renee said that they didn't really like the new DLC for fucking Final Fantasy 14, you know, and then they throw a huge fucking fit because you're like Final Fantasy 14 is the best MMO of the last 10 years. And Andrea's like, that's not what I said. <laughs> like even the other day, Paris caught a bunch of fucking heat because he didn't really like Eternals that much. Like, like you, you have a right to enjoy the things that you enjoy, the things that you don't enjoy and what have you. It's just, I don't want to give, I don't want to give journalists, media companies too much credit. I do agree with you to an extent that they are feeding the fire a whole lot. And that honestly, like they should fucking cut that out. We've seen guys at IGN, guys at fucking GameSpot, even guys at Kotaku really often uh, come out with articles that are just, just absurd absurd fuckery um but the reality here is as we have mentioned console wars are fucking dumb they're fucking dumb just play your games where you want to play your games guys just like it doesn't matter what's better it doesn't matter what's more powerful it doesn't matter which one has you know better exclusives or stuff just vote with your goddamn wallet if that if that thing has the games that you're wanting, just fucking go that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just it's For tired. Real. It's tired. Um, mm. uh, Devin, do you like, want to read? Do you want to read what Xander said really quick in chat? Yeah. So Xander said that the only reason that he defended the Xbox and the console war was uh, when just about every system was making moves to make crossplay a thing, and PlayStation left their players in the dark, making the elitist claim that quote PlayStation is the best place to experience games end quote um and that pissed him off and i i can kind of relate with that like don't get me wrong i like sony i like a lot of sony games um but i kind i lean more towards xbox pc and switch personally because that's just what i like more for a lot of different reasons but the biggest thing is connectivity right i want to play with friends i want to play um games with anybody that I can play with and for granted PlayStation has crossplay now but for a long time it didn't at all and they were very hesitant to make it a thing they even used excuses like uh we don't we we don't do that because we need to protect our subscribers and and then like keep it more family oriented and I'm like family oriented my ass have you heard the way that people talk to each other in fucking Call of Duty lobbies <laughs> like even now like even yeah. now like Sony still fights so hard on crossplay and like it's starting to become the normal so they like they literally just don't have the room to push back anymore but mm -hmm. for like literally the entire fucking lifespan of the PlayStation 4 Sony was just like this is the best console to experience X Y or Z on and like it's 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 the companies themselves pushing those sort of like elitist slogans onto like their consumers, this breeding this sort of like weird bias where they feel like they need to like throw hands with people over by what console they need to buy. Mm. Yeah, it it um it sucks. Like I think you should just let people get what they want to get. Um, I know a lot of people who specifically just buy consoles because it's where their friends are at already. Which is totally fine, but it it it's just going to be better when people can just play with everybody and just enjoy the content that best suits them. You know what I mean? Um, I if I could, I do also want to bring up a, a thing here, like Xander. Like, 
I I I don't want anyone to think that having criticism for other consoles is considered console wars because it's not. Like ha- mm-hmm. having criticisms towards like the business decisions that that other console companies are doing is not part of the console wars. The console wars is my console is better than yours in every way, shape, and form because of these reasons, right? It's like like no, like nobody is out here just genuine. Like, well, actually, no, I take that back. I I risked that to be like because there are some fucking people that are saying this, but uh, nobody in their right mind honestly believes that Xbox is better than PlayStation solely on the fact that PlayStation is fighting so hard against crossplay. Like, yeah. that's not the reason Xbox is doing better than PlayStation right now. Xbox is doing better than PlayStation because they have Game Pass. And they're and they're mm. being very consumer friendly and they're being very marketable and they're handling everything in stride coming into this new generation. That's mm. why Xbox is doing better than PlayStation right now. But that doesn't mean Xbox is better inherently. That's not the same thing. You know what I mean? So go on. Sorry. Spec wise, it is, though. So but <laughs> OK, but I mean, like, but still, though, like if because because the, yeah. the ideal here, though, is like that's just a matter of preference. Right. It's yeah. like. Sure, like spec wise, yeah, it is better. But I like the games more on PlayStation's platform mm-hmm. than I do the specs on the exactly. Xbox. Like me, you and, and I have these conversations all mm-hmm. the time. I never worry about playing at fucking, you know, 120 hertz or what the fuck ever it is. Like I don't care about that stuff. But you, as someone who genuinely enjoys those things and enjoys FPSs and things like that, that is important to you. It's just not important to me. Either way, mm-hmm. neither of us are right and neither of us are wrong. And Esco's in the chat. Hi, Esco. Hello. How you doing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and and um, uh, God, I lost my train of thought on that. But yeah, I I again, I still love Sony. It's it's where I got my hardcore start as a gamer, like my actual hardcore start. Yeah. Yes, I had an N sixty four, but then my dad bought a PS one, and he bought Resident Evil two, and he bought Final Fantasy eight. And then Final Fantasy VII, and then slowly Final Fantasy IX came in. Uh, Metal Gear Solid and Siphon Filter, and that's where I really got my start, like hardcore in gaming. I remember I was like eight or nine years old, and I was just all about that. Um, but it, it's it's mainly mainly for me when I look at consoles, it's more on the uh, the uh, business to consumer level is what I look at the most, and. Um, smells like victory still <laughs> so back, back story to that so i i helped xander with his uh jam sessions episode last uh-huh. night on his stream and esco came in for a game that we did uh that was like uh like word word karaoke where basically like an automated like auto generated word would come up on the screen and we would have to think of a song's lyrics that has that word in it and esco crushed me and xander Last night, oh. just absolutely wiped the fucking floor with us. It was amazing. That's Esco awesome. Was great. That's goes great. That's awesome. Um, and it was Gary. I want to hear some more from you, dog. Like, do you have any more general thoughts on this subject? Like, I mean, really, just one of the things that, like, I think is going to put this to bed eventually is just the fact that, like, connectivity is, is a big deal to people like a lot of people play games socially and uh as we previously mentioned like the reason that like at least on from the fiscal end 
like Microsoft and Xbox consoles are doing better than PlayStation right now because they have things like Game Pass and they're like creating this marketable, like really broad net for their consumers. And Sony almost has like this sort of weird elitism that they like they're trying to like maintain. It's almost part of their brand identity at this point, right? Like like it's it's the and there's they're trying to hang on to that. And I don't necessarily think they're doing that because like they they genuinely think their consoles better, but like it's just like this brand identity they've latched onto over the years and they have they're not willing to like let it go and expand and it's creating this sort of weird issue. And the one thing I kept thinking to myself as you guys have just kind of gone back and forth of this that I cannot get past is just like you want to know what kind of next gen gamer I am, like me personally. You Whichever use... fucking console I can bring into my house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. right now like, you could probably the one get a I Series can, S. The one I can get. Because, like, be, like literally just, like, I love, I love PlayStation exclusive titles. Like, me God. personally. I love Preach. them. I just, I love them. But, and I've said, I've this this is not going to be the first time I've said this. And, like, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Like, I refuse to make buying a PlayStation 5 my second fucking job. Yeah. And like it shouldn't like I understand that there's shortages and COVID has an impact on these things, etc. 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 But like Sony's unwillingness to like adjust their release plans to modern like necessity is part of their problem. And so like just me as like a person who wants to play games with my friends, especially now that I'm back into PC gaming after like a five year hiatus, like for me at least. The console, like the Xbox consoles, makes the most sense because it eliminates any any compatibility issues between me, my PC, and my friends. I know if I have an Xbox console, friends, and a PC, I will never have to worry about where where I'm going to be playing with my friends and what I'm going to be playing on because it is guaranteed that whether you are on your Series X, Xbox One, PC, we can all get together and we can play the exact same stuff without having to wonder whether or not that Sony has like, you know, is compatible with crossplay when all their titles yeah. and it's like shooting them in the foot. Like well, the console wars are silly. Like it, like yeah. when it really comes right down to it, like it just, it, as long as we have elitist gatekeeping dingle fucks. Yeah. Like it's just like, it's never going to go away. But, but the problem is, is like, we the, the biases are already in place and the console wars are like they're never going to end. I wish they will, but I don't think they will. Like in in Nintendo's Nintendo's business plan honestly is like the best way to approach anti-console war nonsense cuz yeah. they're just like fuck you guys. We're literally like we're just going to do our own thing. And like specs, what are those? We're going to make this shit portable AF instead. And like it just it creates it's like it's it creates its own unique environment, right? Where as opposed to like, you know, like the stay at home consoles where like those are the ones really bad. You never see like Nintendo dudes fighting on like the 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 PlayStation and like Xbox forums. Like they're just because because they're in they're like they're in the fetal position in their rooms playing Animal Crossing still. Yeah. But like it's I don't know, man. Like it's just availability and like accessibility is so key these days and like sony's lack of like accessibility is hurting them 
And does that make their console any less great? Absolutely not. But is it going to shoot like is is it going to shoot them in the foot in the long run? Only time will tell. Yeah, I mean, like the the reality here too is I, I was trying to gift Esco a sub, but Xander beat me to it, so I went to somebody else. Uh, so Pitchelin, congratulations! Hi, if you got a sub. <laughs> um, I I do I do also want to make sure that we bring up like the reality here too that like the none none of none of the dynamics of like either like console or any of the publishing companies or any of the like the console companies. Um, are ever consistently having a hand over the other because it, it's seemingly that like Microsoft and PlayStation specifically kind of zigzag back and forth on who's killing it that gen. And then who's not killing it that gen like PlayStation four nailed the fucking like hood on the coffin for Microsoft. They just, they doubled the fuck down. They got it. They killed it. But prior to that, the 360 was the way to fucking go. And then prior to that, the PlayStation 2 was the way to go. Like we, we like this always kind of goes back and forth in between generations and mm-hmm. it's never permanent. None of the companies are ever kind of being, you know, inherently more shitty than the other historically besides Nintendo kind of just being fucking weird because Nintendo is just notoriously a fucking weird Nintendo's company. Nintendo. Here's a yeah. cardboard box. It's now VR. Yeah, it's a dog. <laughs> like they, they, they just, they, 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 they walk to the beat of their own goddamn drum over there. Sure. Like power to them, you know, but, um, I, I just, I want to make sure that like, um, that we just understand that like, you know, nothing that we're seeing, none of the criticisms that we have of PlayStation are, are an effort to, make PlayStation like seem shittier is just we're just holding them accountable for the fact that they've kind of just sucked this generation so far. Like this generation's only a fucking year old now. It's only a fucking year old. And like in the past year that they have been out with the PS5, like I've I tried 10 different times to get a PS5 Garrick. 10 different times i'm right there with you dude on multiple occasions it's not it's frustrating it's stressful and you're just like especially when you can literally like right now live somebody could probably google where to buy an xbox series s and i guarantee you there's probably somebody nearby that has it available yeah yeah like like, it's crazy I, i i easily got one yesterday like it's it's just it's just that's why I got it because I like after fi- like trying again the other day and I had one little fuck up and you guys know how frustrated I got about that. I just one little tiny smidgen of something went wrong and I got knocked out of the queue. Basically, my guaranteed opportunity to get a fucking PS5 that day down the goddamn train at the click of one button, one button. Because PlayStation doesn't want to get their shit straight with with this PS5 release stuff. It's just it's just like I eventually had to say, like, look, like I have to be into next gen now. Like it's it's time. It's about to be holiday season. We have next gen games coming out like I'm a content creator. I have to be a part of this conversation. And so I had to Dude, fucking go right? get something. I had to get something. And that's PlayStation's fault. It's not mine. Like It's. Like, it's so, so frustrating to be like, if somebody were to put in front of me right now, like a PlayStation 5 fully boxed up disc edition and like a, an Xbox Series X. And they're like, which one would you prefer? I would be like, I would like the PlayStation 5, please. Yeah. Like that would that's what I would personally choose. Yeah. And like it bums me out to like to know that they have like the huevos to announce God of War Ragnarok. When 
nobody can like cool you're about to release probably the greatest fucking game ever made and nobody's gonna play it because nobody can buy your fucking console like but apparently they sold like, 13.5 million consoles i guess look 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 <laughs> all i'm saying is like like 13 million of y'all are fucking lying like 0.5 million maybe like it's just it's nuts. And and Sony's already like they have like at least they've been open about it, but they've already said that like, yeah, 2022, uh, the shortage probably isn't going to go away. Just a heads up. Like, you know, like it's like we're not out of the woods like their the production of their console is like it's just it's not steady and it's unreliable and it's causing super big issues. Is like as far as like this generation of consoles go, I like for me, I had an Xbox 360. Like I, I went PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, and at this point, Same. I'm probably gonna have a Series S because <laughs> that's because I want to be able to participate like you are now in the next gen experience. If that means I am gonna have to wait two, like one or two years, to be able to get to play all of those Xbox exclusive titles, so be it. But like, I'm not gonna hamper my gaming experience and all of the wonderful titles that Microsoft Microsoft's still gonna put out. Like just for the like for the sake of like just waiting in hopes that I do eventually get like the PlayStation five. Like I like I refuse I refuse to like downplay my gaming experience by hampering myself by keeping an older console for another year. Yeah, like especially like when you're when you're a consumer like us where like gaming is huge. Like that's my number one hobby. Like that is how I spend 90 percent of my free time playing video games. So not being able to get the, like the next gen console I want on like something as stupid as a chip shortage. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, it's just we only get we only got like another minute realistically. Yep. Devin, what's yeah. what's your final thought? For I was talk I was just going to say, um, like I've iterated to you guys before is I Sony just needs to get with the with, you know, the game and just release their games on PC as well. They just need to do and, that. And like, that would be so okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're working towards it. They they released the PlayStation uh, PC logo. They're they're getting there. They're getting there. Mm-hmm. The, I want to I want to lastly clarify before we kind of get things out here. Uh, two things really quick. Um, one, uh, we're we're not going to do a post show tonight. Um, I I'm tired. I need a goddamn break for tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going to do a post show. So, so for our patron patrons, please be understanding. We love you guys. Uh, but secondly, um, I want I want everyone to understand that this is coming off. This might come off to some people as a shit on PlayStation ordeal that we're kind of going into right now. But it's not because like the reality here is we're just expressing that like PlayStation wouldn't be a victim of the console wars here if they would just be consumer friendly. Like, that's it. Yes, that's all that's it, it is. Like, they're that's not yep. being consumer friendly. And that's what fucked Xbox last generation. And now it's mm-hmm. what's fe- fucking PlayStation this generation. If they would go about it just a little bit better, it's a little bit better. We wouldn't be having this talk right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, but, my thing is first party games, $70. Uh, plays, PlayStation now, $20. And uh, um, freaking... Uh, PSN, that's another what, 10, 15 at least. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of that's a lot of moolah to, to spend every month because once once they get in the swing of things, 
they'll be coming out with a first party game every month, every two months, you know? Yep. So, yep. 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 Well, anyways, I think that was a good place for us to end. Guys, console wars is dumb. Please do yeah. not support the console words. It's fine to joke around and fuck around. Me and Devil yeah. will continue to do so as we continue on as good Kraken. And because uh, uh, I mean, like PlayStation's obviously got the better games, but like, yeah. it's <laughs> play on what sparks and joy. I will, play on I will say this too. Joy. Sorry for being so abrasive, guys, but I'm just so tired. I'm so tired of seeing the trolls and just putting people down i get you it know. we get it it makes yeah. me like it makes me sad and a little embarrassed yeah. to be a gamer when i see stuff like i'm just like come on guys like we all just want to ha- we all just want to play cool shit like mm-hmm. that's all that's all any of us want is to play cool shit let's just be nice and play cool shit yeah absolutely and guys i'll i can't wait to play ghost of tsushima when they put it on pc <laughs> yeah that's fair bless. <laughs> that's fair bless that's fair. yes and oh god dude you need to play it you need to fucking play it and the last of us part two and the last of us part two and esco too. when they put it on <laughs> yeah when they put it on pc yes yes of course <laughs> sure sure yeah. preferably you, on game pass because you'll get it on pc before you get your hands on a fucking ps5 i know that yep, straight yep. anyways Real let's talk. go ahead what's our schedule for the week Devin? <laughs> so our schedule for the week is tomorrow i will be streaming forza horizon 5 with me Devin, yeah come join uh that's gonna be at 7 p.m west coast time and 10 p.m east coast time thursday we are doing the shipwreck show and we're doing episode three and that is for our patrons only so don't forget to go over to patreon.com forward slash good show where you can get all that spicy 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 <laughs> oh and the spicy. ship the shipwreck show is spicy Oh, yep. it's spicy. Yep. It's spicy. You it's can spicy. watch. Yeah. You can watch some of our pre- our previous episodes of that up on our YouTube right now. Please subscribe while you're there because we're 20 away from being able to get a URL. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that said, though, Devin, do you want me to drop that that Patreon command here? I got you, baby. I got, I, I got you. Oh, oh we wow. both did. We both did. <laughs> Boom! Double Boom. Patreon. Double Let's Patreon. go, baby. Shaka Double Laka. Patreon. We love you. Open y'all. that shit. Two different tabs. Subscribe with two different bank accounts. <laughs> Esco with the nut button, bro. It's killing me. It's fucking yeah. killing me. Oh, and, uh, Saturday at 12 p.m. We will Friday, be doing Friday, the... Friday. Go Friday first. Right. Oh, fr- Friday. We're doing splash damage, and we're doing our second round of Dead by Daylight. We progressively got better last time. Progressively. All Garrett came in clutch. Garrett came in clutch. It was so, much fun. Clutch. Clutch. So, yeah. so much fun. Dude, it yeah. really was. It really was. I was worried yeah. that we were going to like one of us is going to hate it. But like, I think all of us genuinely enjoyed that fucking <laughs> game. So I was um, screaming at at the the killer and at you guys. I was like, no, don't go that way. I'm, <laughs> Dude, I'm literally I'm just just an hour and a half long shout fast shoved shenanigans. It was yeah. great. Amazing. I can't wait to Amazing. do some more. Um, and then hopefully we still have our voices for Saturday. We are doing another episode of the Good Kraken podcast, and that will be at 12 p.m. West Coast time, 3 p.m. East Coast time. You want to be there. Trust me. So please let us know how you feel about the console wars. And please do not be a troll. That's all I ask. But please let us know in our comments message us hang out subscribe on patreon and talk to us on there um because this has been the good kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear 
live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturday at 12 p.m. right here at twitch.tv forward slash show. If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our patreon.com forward slash show, where you can submit questions and topics to the show. Get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services around the seven seas. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel and clicking that beautiful bell and big red button or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken Explanation Point and leaving a review there. We do not have a post-show to record, but until next time... Arg. <laughs> Arg. I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> and.